Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rusty and Mojo Show, episode 15. Is that right, Rudy? I think so. 15. Shout out to, or not shout out. This is the end of the video. Uh, <laughs> I am joined by my co host, Mo or Muhammad, aka Mojo99, and my other co host, yeah. Rudy St. Clair, aka Rudy St. Clair. <laughs> And then, of course, special guest Swish Out, and I don't know what your actual name is, so that's what I'm going with. Uh, what's up, Swish Out? Say what's up to the people. Well, what's up, uh, Mojo, Rusty, Rudy Podcast? What is it called again? I'm sorry, bro. I'm, this is the Rusty and Mojo Show. Okay, the Rusty, the Rusty and Mojo Show. Happy to be here. Big fan of Rusty. Big fan of Mojo. Oh, just met just just met Rudy, and he's a cool <laughs> dude. So I'm happy to be here. I feel kind of bad because I just I just started watching your channel like a month ago. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, I don't know. I have a list of like NBA YouTubers that I just I don't watch like Jimmy High Roller and like I know that's the big one. Like yeah, there's a couple I, I, of guys I, I, I don't really watch. I don't really watch too many either. Like I we we talk so much NBA. It's like I don't like to talk. I don't like to watch so much of it. It gets over overwhelming. Yeah, I generally watch a good amount. Yeah, that's common. But your vids are good that's from what I've too. seen. But I don't, I don't know the journey at all. <laughs> So you're at damn near 300k though, so yeah. good on you. Yeah, I've been, I've been yeah, I don't hear this YouTube journey. Yeah, we can do that real quick. Yeah, my well, my YouTube journey has started. Um, is it started like in 2016, 2017? Um, I first started out doing like Madden, 2K, um, fucking NBA, NFL. I was just doing anything trying to get off, or whatever. And then, you know, I started for like six months and nothing really popped. And then like in January of 2017, I had made a um, Markel Falls video while he was still in Washington. And I went to elementary school and middle school with him. So that I guess that kind of like brought people, you know, people's attention or whatever. And that's pretty much how it popped. And then after that, you know, I just kind of kept it going. Been kind of inconsistent in between those years. But I really started taking it serious in like 2019, 2020-ish. So mm -hmm. that's really been my journey. I feel like I should have way more, but I just fucking bullshit it so long. Yeah, I still feel like I'm bullshitting it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. You see, you said that before. So I don't not know how. Last like, see you tweet, you'd be like, "I'm gonna get my shit together." I'd be like, "This man posts every single day on both channels. What is that?" Yeah, <laughs> be like, I yeah, am. I'd be feeling yeah. like that. I am a really harsh on myself. I don't give myself any breaks at any point. So if I feel like I could be five percent more productive in my head, I'm screaming at myself for being not that mm. productive. Uh, I wish I, don't I, could, how, I don't see how you could be a lot more productive, bro. You post on, on both channels. Well, I, the thing is, for the past, like, I was supposed to post a deep dive on Friday, and I, I'm delaying it another week because I just have not been able to get in the right mindset to make it. And what's really fucking me up lately, I guess we're going down this road, is that I'm house hunting, and that takes so much fucking time. <laughs> I'm trying to keep YouTube up. <laughs> while spending like mm -hmm. six hours a day looking at houses it's it's been a bit of a nightmare what sucks is making it worse for my mental health is that these houses the housing market heated up the second that i am finally looking to buy like it was not doing shit and then as soon as i'm looking to buy everybody in the fucking state is are so you, are, you are you trying to do it in north carolina or yeah so there's a how there are like three different situations where 
there were houses that weren't even listed yet that were bought before we had a chance to look at them. Mm. <laughs> it's like, what am I supposed to? Anyways, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. It's just been stressful. So, <laughs> but I, I, I moved. I moved in like October from Maryland to Atlanta, and the shit was stressful. So, yeah. you're in Atlanta too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I just got so it. I, I know Modo's here too, but yeah. So for that, like being on top of shit thing, Rudy can attest that like, even though I am posting consistent, consistently, the manner in which I do it is not consistent. Rudy could get a video two days ahead of time or like three hours before it's supposed to be posted <laughs> and he has to figure it out. <laughs> so yeah. I, I'll wake up one day at fucking nine and I'll wake up the other at four. I got no level of consistency. I'm just, I feel like I'm constantly like rushing to do shit. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. Or from the viewer side, nobody can notice because all I see is fucking videos in my algorithm all the time. Like this motherfucker never misses a day, never misses a second on both channels. So yeah. if you if you bullshitting, damn, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, so I question: Why you move to Atlanta? Mm. I moved to Atlanta. The crazy thing is, bro, I wasn't even supposed to move to Atlanta. Like when I first. I was supposed to. I was going to Texas. Like I was going to Dallas from Maryland. Wait, where where were you like before Atlanta? That's a good question too. I was in. Uh, I was. I was in Maryland. I was in yeah. PG County, Maryland. So I was supposed to be going to Dallas, Texas, and like the Atlanta mm-hmm. part was just like the middle part because I got like some, you know, a few family members out here, whatever. So I was just stopping and doing that. But I even even though I was moving to Dallas, I didn't have like an apartment already, or I was just going to kind of like figure it out. So I was like a free agent or whatever. So when I got to Atlanta, I was like, <laughs> I got to Atlanta, I was like, damn, bro, Atlanta is kind of, I mean, I had been to Atlanta before, but I was like, damn, Atlanta is kind of lit. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, it's, it might be best out here. And I was like, you know, forget the Dallas stuff. I don't feel like driving 10 more hours. And I just happened to stay here and got me. <laughs> really? Apartment. That's crazy. That That's really. So you decided to move here because you moved there because you didn't want to drive 10 I, hours. That's a heavy fact. I was like, I'm already here. I know more people here. Whatever. I just, I'll just stay here. So I just ended up staying here. And, yeah. and then I was t- kind of thinking about the YouTube scene and just. It's just it's more people that I at least know yeah. out here. So I was just like, yeah, yeah. there is. I had a similar thing when I was searching for colleges. I ended up going to a community college, but there was like a time in my junior year, so a senior year, like early, something like that in between there. I was looking at different campuses and I went to the second one. I was like, I'm just going to go here. I don't want to keep looking at all these fucking schools. I'll just the Bro, literally I was the same way. always make me make the decision above anything else. Yeah, I'm, I'm that type of <laughs> like even when I was even when I was apartment shopping, I was just like literally the second one I looked at. I was just like, yeah, I'm, I don't feel like doing this shit. It's cool. I, enough. What, what more can I want? So. Yeah, I fell in love with a second house that we looked at. And then, of course, it was in contracts about six hours after we looked at it. So that's fantastic. Um, I'm not trying to rant about that too much, but it's very annoying. Uh, Atlanta is cool. I almost moved to Atlanta as well, but I don't want to move away from family. I know Mojo wants me to move there. Yeah, it was, <laughs> definitely be good yeah, for a podcast. Would. Are, you, yeah. are you from here? Yeah, I agree. Are you from here, Mojo? Um, I'm from North Carolina where Jacob's at, but I claim Atlanta because I've been raised here for like my 20 19 years of of uh my existence well i'm 21 actually my bad i've been raised for like 20 19 Forget years your age oh yeah, for a quick second <laughs> yeah, yeah. so i'm from here yeah. yeah all right well atlanta is cool i think we're in agreement um 
Let's talk about Myers Leonard because I think Rudy might want to talk about this yeah, more because he's actually Rudy, man, Rudy, Rudy has not said oh, a whole God word damn, until now. Sam, and this hey, is, my, this I lost my voice a little bit, so I'm yeah, trying to be a little bit more quiet let than usual, him, I guess. Let him take a backseat mm-hmm. for a bit. Yeah. But yeah, damn, you want to talk about it? Because you're, yeah. you're Jewish, so I understand yeah. there'd be more anger from that point of view. Oh, yeah. Dude, I mean... For those who don't know, Myers Leonard was doing a sponsored Twitch stream uh, early this afternoon. March who the 20th. hell watches Myers Leonard stream? Like you got some, you got Apparently serious like life issues. Thousand plus My- people. He's got a lot of subscribers on Twitch. Myers Leonard is he or that funny or entertaining? Apparently, he's pretty. Oh, good his at name is Myers. But- Why are you watching? Him? <laughs> I was actually telling my friend who's like really not into basketball about it and uh i told him the player's name is myers leonard and he was like he's he's got a backwards name <laughs> i never thought about yeah. it leonard myers does sound more like a name than myers leonard <laughs> Bro, you be watching myers leonard on your free time that's some serious <laughs> man Thanks. But yeah myers leonard was doing a sponsored twitch stream earlier this afternoon and i mean i'm not going to repeat the slur but he said you know, don't fucking snipe me, you coward. You pause for like three seconds. Fucking slur for Jewish people, bitch. The K one. <laughs> you know, yeah. was was funny about that that I was seeing on Twitter was like so many people didn't even know that slur. Right, like, because that's like obscure that? Chanboard nonsense. That <laughs> shit I would see that? on like meme websites when like, I was in middle school when neo-Nazi propaganda thrived on the like internet there are people like else. There are people that are saying like Myers Leonard is so racist, he's pulling out slurs from the 1940s. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it literally looks like he was trying to calculate which yeah, slur that, he was going to drop. That's what, that's what <laughs> exactly, killed... Exactly. That's what I didn't killed, know what it was. That's what killed me about the clip is there's like a two second pause where he you'd think like that's him contemplating. Wait a minute. Don't say that because you'll get in trouble. But it's actually him thinking, OK, not the N word. That's too much. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And the, the gusto that he delivered it with, too. Like it came from yeah. the, the heart. <laughs> he really meant. Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel oh bad for God. the guy that he was playing with because you could tell his laugh was like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> My favorite part was, um, and I got to clip this before yeah, he took the VOD yeah. down, was when he ended the stream. Why would he, he leave died the VOD after, Right after getting uh, revived, he died again. And then got a phone call from supposedly his wife. Could have been his agent. Could have been literally anybody. <laughs> yeah, uh, Muted the... No, uh, the microphone. That for his reaction. It's like, it sounds like it Just, sounded, his sound. It looks like he was getting pounded. You watched. You watched his face. His, his face was like fine, and then gradually you watch it get. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. feel like you could see him say like, "What did I say?" And then they're like, "You said a slur for Jewish people." He's like, "Oh, yeah. oh." <laughs> Yeah. I, I think it, I had I had I had no idea. Like when I first seen it, I thought he said the N word. I was like, a slur had to be that. Then I was like, damn, I, yeah. didn't, I, I didn't know about a Jew slang or slur. That's why I say he really pulled that out of his ass because I never even heard of that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he, he was like, it was like he was processing it. Like, damn, like what the fuck do I say? And then when he was on the phone, the shit was funnier because he was just like, damn, I really fucked up. Yeah, I mean, he literally only streamed for forty six minutes. <laughs> you know, it's and, a and super you could, short. You could, tell, you could you could tell he knew what he said. Like 
You could tell he knew. Mr. Mr. I stand against racism. Motherfucker, the only guy on this whole team stand for the anthem. (laughs) Of course he's out here dropping slurs. See, I wasn't I wasn't as outraged by that as many people are because I was like, I kinda get it. I still wouldn't do it, but I kind of get yeah. it. I mean, he but positioned knowing, himself to but, be agreeable. But knowing that now, that like fully, like, no, that was not what that was about. <laughs> oh, my brother's in the service and he wouldn't like it if I kneeled. Fuck you. Well, fuck lying. your brother then. <laughs> I don't know, you know man. His brother's a goddamn seven foot soldier out there. He's probably going to die fast as shit. Big ass target. <laughs> Very what large target for ISIS. What's next for what's next for Myers Leonard? He's probably gonna get bought out of his contract. Who's dropping the Myers Leonard video? What's the next NBA? for Myers Leonard's <laughs> what's career? The, it's just the yeah. harsh, the harsh, the Utah the harsh, Jazz. The yeah, harsh no, truth yeah. about Myers Leonard. Yeah, <laughs> the red arrow pointing to him in the thumbnail. It's fixing to be a, a Jonathan Isaac situation where his jersey uh-huh. sales just go through the roof. Oh my god! From a bunch of fucking rednecks, You're, you bu- Rudy's gonna go to the like fucking like dollar store tomorrow and see a bunch of Myers Leonard's jerseys because he's in Alabama. <laughs> oh man, he's. I mean, he's not getting another contract after this one. That's it. There's no he's way a team signing a him. Is he a yeah, after this year? yeah, yeah. He got a one year. And you know what's fucked oh, up? Damn, fucked you know what's up. fucked up? Oh, I do want to mention. The Heat owner is Jewish. I just want to point that one out. So is Adam Silver. <laughs> is he? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. oh, I kind of feel guilty for calling him money hungry. Then, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, yeah you got to watch that. Watch out for that one. God, I, mean, I mean, but he is, but not because. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. not rough. Anyways, yeah, let's not uh, open up that can of worms. Yeah, but Myers Myers is not getting a contract after this. Like the no team Myers like it's not like he's a good player and you're like, "Uh, oh, we'll take the backlash because we're signing Myers Leonard." No, it's Myers Leonard. I'm not going to risk anything from Myers Leonard. Yeah. And uh, Utah, my Utah Jazz memes are hilarious though. <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah. I actually fuck the Jazz. Couple of, <laughs> there are a couple of Celtics ones as well. Yeah. We did at the Utah. Saw, there's there's a guy on my t- on a timeline on Twitter that was like, I feel bad for the non-racist Utah Jazz fans for what they have to go through. But I'm like, what do you mean non-racist Utah Jazz fans? <laughs> <laughs> that shit runs deep too, because like uh, literally yeah. the whole state government in Utah is run by the Mormon Church. Not like in a very literal sense, but they're all Mormons, or you don't get elected yeah. type thing. And yeah. Mormonism has like very blatant and very mm. modern racism to it. You know, it's like a core element to the religions that's why you almost never see do you black guys Mormon know people. do you guys know about this is a whole nother rabbit hole but do you guys know about how fucked up jehovah's witnesses are i haven't read up on jehovah's no. witnesses myself. i yeah. did not know they're they're a cult straight up they're straight up a cult and they live in communities together and if you want to leave the religion your family like stops talking to you like you're not allowed to communicate with your family anymore if you abandon the religion, that type shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Any anything that kind of <laughs> anything that blocks out your freedom, like you have to be born into it, and if you like go away from it, your family disowns you. I don't really fuck with. It. That's why I'm not really a, a religious person. Yeah, because, that's why I'm not Amish. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I'm a free agent with life. As I look at free agent for life. Yeah, we don't need it. We life. don't need to go down talking about religion. Just piss off a bunch of people. Oh, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, fuck Myers Leonard. I think that's important. <laughs> uh, speaking about 
uh, people that suck. Uh, let's talk about the British royal family and all oh, this yeah. shit going on with um, Phyllison, Meghan Phyllison, Markle. Which, you know. Meghan, I, mean, I don't know too much. I just want to briefly mention it since we're talking about like current event stuff. Um, uh, da, 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 da. What happened? Oh, yeah. So the, there's been a whole thing with that family because she's an outsider and she's not white, which the British royal family is very white. And there was like mm-hmm. a whole thing with him, Prince Harry, who is the son of the prince, Princess uh, Diana, who died tragically. So he has this whole thing. Um, and there's like basically the entire royal family is like, fuck this Meghan Markle chick. And he's like, no, I want to. OK, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to fuck this chick. Which who wouldn't? Let's be fair. Um, but basically, just like the royal family is racist as fuck, and they did an interview with Oprah, and apparently they were the royal family was concerned about uh, what color skin the son would have, who would be another prince in that royal family. Uh, he's also basically like pure pale white, so that's not even a concern. Uh, if, you're racist, if you're racist, you know what I mean. Like he's he's as pale Dude, as he I fucking am. looks like Carson Wentz. I swear you said you <laughs> said I, I just said that. Yeah, I literally just said that. Like look, just like Carson yeah. Wentz. I oh, just yeah, saying. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I didn't mean pure like that. I just yeah, I don't know. Very, I'm just trying to make very, you uncomfortable, Jacob. <laughs> very white. Well, you did a good job, motherfucker. Uh, but then what really bothers me is she. Meghan Markle was talking about the mental anguish of that. The media is on top of her just for basically existing as a not white woman in the British royal family and the mm-hmm. royal family did nothing to help her. And that was the whole thing. And then she's telling this to Oprah um, and then fucking Pierce Morgan, who I think is, a, I think he's British. I barely listened to him talk cause he's such a little bitch, but <laughs> he, he is like giving her shit about the fact that, uh, about the about like the fact that she mentioned the mental thing like oh that's fake she's not actually struggling which if you're if that's your mindset as soon as someone mentions like mental health stuff you're already a piece of shit like straight up but then uh later on it came out that apparently her and megan had some sort of like not a thing like they were just communicating with each other and then he got like romantic mm-hmm. interest and then she fucking ghosted him and that's why he's so bitter about Meghan Markle. It's not any. It's not. It's just because he got ghosted by a fucking attractive woman. Which who the fuck would want to be with Pierce Morgan if you're good looking? Or period. Hmm. I don't know if you guys know much about Pierce Morgan. I don't care for him. Anyway, that was yeah, a lot, I know that was, he sucks. Yeah, that was a lot of me talking. So let's move on to something else. Uh, I mean, I just I just wanted to add my two cents to to that story. Oh man. because you yeah, like, I know I sound, sound awful. Like, I'm you so sound sorry. like you sound like Kermit, man. <laughs> I sound hey, like go Pat ahead, Mahomes. grab some water, dog. Great. You do sound like Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> you sound one thing about like Pat Mahomes, Mahomes that I gotta say is that I literally did not expect him to sound like that. Like he sounds like someone like when it, with his voice, I'd expect him to sound or to look like someone like you, Jacob. Swear to God. Swear to God. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Just take it how you want it, but he sounds like he's supposed to look like I don't like want to you, take it very doesn't. well. What, why do I, I don't know. look like I sound like that? I don't Whatever. know. Grow your beard out a little bit more. Oh, my God. We need to mention. You know what I'm thinking about? Huh? Beard. Funky? 
Yeah. Funky did a face <laughs> reveal on his fucking second channel. Yeah. That, that was wild. I was like, damn. Let, let Rudy say his piece about this first, and we'll talk about Funky's beard. Right. I mean, it's, it's really unimportant. I was just going to nah, kind of nah, jokingly nah. say that nah, even nah, if the royal it. family is super concerned about that, and like you find that to be an agreeable point of view for some ridiculous reason, Megan is about as light skinned as you could be. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you really don't have very much to isn't worry she, about. That isn't, she, isn't she mixed? I'm pretty sure she is. I'm not certain, but yeah, whatever. She's, <laughs> also, she's also fucking gorgeous. So, who gives a shit? I guess because you're <laughs> racist, but yeah. Anyways, that's a fun topic. Uh, before we talk about Burger King, because we're going to have to talk about Burger King, uh, there's a question. You didn't see it? Oh, we'll talk about it when we get to it. No. Uh, Rudy sent oh, the, the group chat. Thing? Yeah, Rudy sent the group chat this question, which I thought was interesting. Mm. Oh, it was from the. It was actually from the questions we got. So I guess we could just do it right now. But uh, what would you take a million dollars if a random person in the world died because of it? Yes, I definitely would. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Man, I mean, you got that boy is bold. I, 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 I would. You got. You got. You got. You got to give me the backstory of this person too. No, like, I don't no, give me. You don't, don't know give who me it is. Oh, oh, if it's like, don't they know. just drop. Oh, yeah. give me it's the just like random number Someone generator. Someone dies every hour, so it's like, yeah, why not? But they're gonna die specifically because of you. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't. After they're gonna I die it, at some point. After I do it, you cannot tell me who it is and what the hell their story is. So I don't. Yeah, care that's. See, can I pick the person? Then I'm definitely. Oh, I can pick the person for sure. <laughs> nah, you've been in the rules too much. Uh, if I can, I pick, can the pick the person for sure. For sure. <laughs> that that question is sure. actually originated from, I believe, a short story that got converted into a movie like ten years ago. The mm. story was called Button mm. Button, and it was about like a door to door salesman who just came up with a button and made this offer. Um, but in the movie, uh, I think it was called The Button or something like that. And it, I found it pretty entertaining. And ultimately, the moral lesson is like the only way to six, pass this test is to just fucking say no. <laughs> mm. Yeah. See, um, I have no morals. <laughs> I want the money. <laughs> and the thing about it, if you're if you want to take like a positive spin on this, you could probably improve so many lives through a billion dollars. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm going to keep it for myself. But you could. <laughs> I was hoping that all th- I was going to let all of you guys go and you're all going to be like, no, I wouldn't do that. And then I would just hop in. That man is, I'll, hey, he's a guys, suspect right there. That man guys, switched out. Someone need to talk to him, dog. He said, yes, no hesitation. <laughs> what the hell? I don't understand asking. I don't understand wanting to know. That makes it much harder to do it. <laughs> if I know the person, yeah, then I'm so going to. That's, that's why I say after, after I do it, do not tell me the person's life story because I'm going to feel fucked up. What if it's just like the fucking like, <laughs> most wholesome person in the world doing That's what charity I'm saying. You tell work? Me she's a, a mom of four kids, and I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna get him. I mean, he's like a teacher donates. who like donates her plasma and shit. Like she's just such a perfect person. Yeah, I couldn't fuck with <laughs> it. Yeah, so just don't tell me, and hell yeah, I'll fucking not. No, no hesitance either. Honestly, there's no hesitance. I, I'm I'm realizing how greedy I am when I say that, but there's no hesitance. You almost went into like the utilitarian argument for it, right? Where you just abuse the crap out of one person, literally murder them to potentially help people with the money you earn. But like, even but then, then, I'm, but then I just said I'm not going to do that though. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you could view it that way. That's not what's happening though. You, uh, I mean, you, you would legit feel like you would legit feel like you killed some because you kind of did kill somebody. For no, you definitely did. Like you, <laughs> yeah. But it's so kind of hit out on somebody for a million dollars. I 
yeah, I'll be fucked up. I'll be donating to charities and donating to their families and just, oh, I wouldn't, man, I wouldn't even enjoy the million. I'm in a mean. mansion. <laughs> I couldn't. I'll be fucked up. I don't care. Um, maybe I'm a shitty human being for that, but uh, yeah. yeah. This, this is why you tweet things like I'm super sure that I'm a sociopath or whatever yeah. it was that one time. <laughs> See, I'm not super sure. I don't think I said super sure. <laughs> no, like, I'm you know, exaggerating a, a little bit. There's definitely some there. I'm like, sometimes I can just flip on and off when I'm empathetic about things, which is mm. probably a bad human trait, but uh, it's one I have. Mm. <laughs> uh, let me, I'm going through the topics that you put in this group chat here. Um, yeah, do we want to talk about we want to talk about your random idea. I didn't retweet it. You, I don't think you put this for us to talk about, but I didn't retweet it because I thought it was insane. <laughs> oh, okay, so, yeah, I'm down to talk about it. What's I'll so insane off, about it? <laughs> you read, I'll read off this tweet. So NBA needs a team in Seattle and the G League needs their champion to be promoted to the NBA with the worst team being re, re- relegated. Re- relegated. See, I can't read. Damn. <laughs> That's the so college it, dropout. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Me, me and you too, Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that at college because I'm making money, bitch. Anyways, yes, uh, <laughs> Ernie, I think this, I'd, I'd like an idea of a team in Seattle, but the worst team in the league gets demoted to the G League and the best team in the in the G League gets demoted to the NBA. You just realize they're going to switch places every year, right? I mean, it's not going to be like clockwork every single yeah. thing, every single time. Well, Plus, you can make rules to where it balances out a little bit. You know, I mean, if we're basing this on like it happens once a year, so that's what you're saying, right? The worst team in the NBA is the best team in the G League, and the best team in the G League is the worst team in the NBA. So For they're now, just going to yeah. flip back and forth every single year. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, over time, there'll be some competitive balance. Eventually, over time, over maybe not immediately. De- over, over a decade, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they do this in, in other leagues. I, I like, I believe it's very common in soccer leagues. You know, but on the other side of the world. Definitely, though. Nah, whatever, man. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> this is. I don't like this idea. I didn't retweet it because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to. I don't want all. I don't want. I don't want. Whoa, <laughs> that's a bad place to stop your sense. Why did you just hear that? That's a bad place to stop your sense. You just said, I just came. My bad. My bad. Dude, I just said, wow. That's crazy. My pre- yeah, crazy. That's crazy. That that oh, shit. Crazy. Anyways, <laughs> go ahead and complete your sentence first. Uh, I don't even remember. I got distracted by I just came. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I was going to say something. My mind is somewhere else. Uh, oh, yeah. Funky's face reveal. You, you said what, what you come to. Right. Funky's face reveal. Is that what you're talking about? Bro, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I first saw that, I was like, this is like, man, re- like posting or reacting to some TikTok or whatever. And then I heard his voice. I was like, what the fuck going on? I was like, am I like, did you, or what? Or did you see this fish out? Yeah, I seen it. Um, I think I see I seen it from you to be honest with you. I think I seen it uh, on your replies, and somebody was yeah. like, somebody put it. And um, I, to be honest with you, I never knew he did not show his face before. I, it, I well, it, his, his profile is his face. It's just at such a weird angle that you couldn't get any idea of what he actually looks like. Yeah. Uh, but I know it's weird because I I'm like a peer now. Like I'm only like 30k subs behind him or something like that. But in my head, still, he's the reason I started YouTube. 
So seeing his face is just weird to me because I've heard this voice for like five fucking years at this point and I'm just putting a face to it. I expected uh, him to look like some scrawny, like looking nerd dude or whatever, but he just looks like uh, a whole like. He said that he looked like Joe Harris know. once. He said he's scrawny with a beard. I look like Joe Harris. I don't know. So that's kind of uh-huh. roughly what I expected. Uh, but it was interesting. Mm. It was interesting seeing a mouth yeah. move paired with that voice because I had heard that voice for yeah. since like 2014, actually. So seven years. I ain't even <laughs> doing YouTube that long. That's yeah, cool. he started with my my GM stuff. I started with my GM stuff too because I was trying to copy him. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's all I got. All right, let's talk. I guess we can talk about Burger King. This is just me going through a bunch of fucking topics, but um, oh, Burger oh, King, Burger King. <laughs> do we want to? Someone else introduced me. Have... I've been I've been talking a lot. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to talk about Burger King. That's kind of lame. I'm trying to like turn up this podcast. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, I feel shit. a little bit disengagement, and I don't know if it's me. Uh, me only. All right, hey guys, what, what happened? Uh, breaking news: Myers Leonard releases statement apologizing for anti-Semitic slur. Oh, did he say me? he didn't know what it was? Do you want me to read this out loud for the podcast Go for live? <laughs> I am deeply sorry for using an anti-Semitic slur during a live stream yesterday. While I didn't know what the word meant at the time, my ignorance about its history and how offensive it is to the Jewish community is absolutely not an excuse. And I was just wrong. It is an excuse. I am more aware of this. I am I am now more aware of this meaning and I am committed to properly seeking out people who can help educate me about this type of hate and how we can fight it. I acknowledge and own my mistake and there are no, and there is no running from something like this that is so hurtful to someone else. This is not a proper representation of who I am and I want to apologize to the Arisons, my teammates, the Arisons. I might I don't know what that is. My yeah, teammates, like the ownership group. Is that the heat owner? Oh, it probably is uh. the heat owner. Uh, my teammates, coaches, front office, and everyone associated with the Miami Heat organization, to my family, to our loyal fans, and other in the Jewish community who I have hurt, I promise to do better and know that my future actions will be more powerful than my use of this word. Bullshit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Myers Leonard, more like it. <laughs> That was painful. That shit was ass. That was more painful than watching <laughs> him say. That was more painful than watching him say that. <laughs> you don't. You don't learn that word just from like being a gamer. You got to be that. on some racist chain. How did chain you even words. learn that word? Because I don't. Yeah. I never heard that word in my life. Yeah. 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 I ain't heard of it till today. I literally haven't heard that word in years. <laughs> like it, it's a very obscure thing to know. But what is it? What, what is it? Well, I don't oh my god! Fucking yeah. flight I don't mic. know the historical fucking, origins or what it like really mic. means or whatever, but uh, I know it's a slur for two. Apology accepted. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not, buddy. Take that. No, it's not. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, fuck oh, your yeah. eight points a game, ten million dollars a year, bro. Why did they give him that contract and not Jay Crowder? That's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> like why? <laughs> go too. I don't like Myers for shit. Crowder. Yeah. Swish, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about uh, something you retweeted from Legend of Winning about a week ago now, uh, where the mainstream NBA media was pretty much writing Devin Booker to New York as like a main storyline for whatever oh reason. Oh my God, the that day. annoyed me. I just saw you quote tweet it and thought you might have some interesting opinions about it because I, I think that the Legend of Winning tweet was pretty much on the fucking money. Like it's just stupid nice. nonsense. 
this is painful. Yeah, bro. I just <laughs> I don't know, bro. Main, main, mainstream media is just like funny to me because it's just like a bunch of people like Skip Bayless, um, Shannon Sharp, and I, I like these. They're entertaining, but it's just yeah. people that it's just people that you they clearly have roles and they play those roles. So it's like mainstream media. When mm-hmm. I see a tweet like that, that's why I start watching mm-hmm. First Take and um, I watch Undisputed every now and then just because they're entertaining. But bro, they don't. They're yeah. not really. They're, it's not really basketball insight. It's just more entertaining. Like the Knicks thing. Why would Devin Booker force a trade out of Phoenix as a number two seed, playing with Chris Paul, Michael Bridges, everybody's playing with, in the midst of their best season ever? It don't make no sense. So yeah, and he's talked about wanting to be in Phoenix for so long, and he's like, it's been a whole conflict of like, I want to be in Phoenix, but I want to win. Why would he not be incredibly enthralled with what's happening right now? <laughs> and he's finally doing both. He's in Phoenix. It don't make no sense. Playing. Yeah. And I what what I hate uh, like about these mainstream media dudes is that like they're they birth a lot of casuals. Mm. Oh, and that's, that's they fact. held this never let la- this a never lasting cycle. Like fact. they just pop out every other day on NBA Twitter seeing the wildest Here's thing. Here's the thing. And I don't they have a lot to do with it. I actually don't like understand the like hatred towards casuals because they're like up to like 70% of the NBA's fan base and what they make yeah. money on. So fan er, casuals are an important part of the equation. And I think if anything, I disagree mm-hmm. that they create casuals. I mean, for the people that are already going to be interested I think, yeah, that can make them like not as informed as they should be because they're just sticking to what these guys are saying. But like mm. actually creating more fans who, if they're starting off, are going to be casuals. I think the N- NBA media, rather be those personalities or even just the fucking commentators, hurt the actual mm. product for new fans to become a fan of the NBA. Ooh, the See, I agree with you on the commentators line, but I disagree with you on these sort of entertainment platforms where it's like debate more than anything else hurting, mm. hurting the product. I think it is a, is an entry point because you might not be watching games, but you might be watching the all encompassing sports debate show. And then when they get to the NBA, you realize it's a really fiery debate and you want to understand the, how they're informing these opinions. And then you go watch games. I can, it's very easy for me to picture it creating. Fans. I could see that could, ha- I could see that happening, but I just think in general, I mean, maybe if you're already, like interested in those personalities. Like if you're watching them for football and then they go into the NBA, but I mean, in general, these guys cast such a negative light of the NBA or such a, they make the product so appeal unappealing. When I watch like skip Bayless or Stephen A. Smith talk about basketball, it almost makes me not mm-hmm. like basketball because they suck so much. <laughs> yeah, when, you, when you watch when you watch them talk basketball, especially especially like Colin Cowherd, it's his is even funnier because <laughs> bro, he does not he does not watch basketball ever. You could tell he's a he's a yeah. football person, and when he talks basketball or even tries to, it's the most general, casual f- stuff ever. And I don't fault him for it because. I, like like Rusty said, I feel like 60, 70 percent of the NBA fan base are ca- are casuals because it's so many games. It's games every single night with every team, damn near. So I understand it, but yeah, mainstream media, they're just they they clearly play roles and it's typically not educational or informative. It's more entertainment. Actually, I yeah. actually kind of think this would be a good way to split off into a conversation about I 
I really get frustrated by the term casual just being thrown out as soon as you don't know one thing. Like exactly. the guy on the the guy on the pace. I've already forgotten his name. Yeah. The amount of Cast people calling the amount of people calling other people casuals because they mm-hmm. don't know who this guy who doesn't yeah, play so, league is. Yeah. Like you're a casual that was out of line. Know, you're 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 yeah. a casual if you don't know who the 15th man on the Pacers is. Are you fucking yeah, kidding that, me? That was out of line. That was out of line because Cassius Stanley is not known in the NBA. He's known for his high school shit. He was yeah. not even that good in college. He was not a college star at all. Man, was a second round pick. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Then, so that was out of line. I don't know why he called Rudy casual. And it's, well, he is, but that's a separate thing. Professional <laughs> casual. All right. But then, but then somebody else said to me, and I, I responded like respectfully, but I was like, "This doesn't make any sense." He was like, I, "I basically told him like I just don't know college players really, unless they're the top of the top." Well, he goes, "Well, he was the best player on Duke for a year, and I bet you you heard of Brandon Ingram and and uh, Marvin Bagley." It's like, yeah, two top three picks. I heard of them, <laughs> but we're talking about Cassius Stanley. No, I haven't yeah. fucking heard of that guy, and that doesn't yeah. make me a goddamn casual. Uh, but I also yeah. he's only famous. He's only famous for like his high school performances. He's, yeah. he's playing Sierra Canyon or something like that. High school in California, where like LeBron's son goes to, and he was like do crazy dunks. He would practice with Kobe, all sort of stuff. Westbrook yeah, also I also stuff, got so. called. I also got ca- called a casual the other day because I said that Wesley Matthews has been solid for the Lakers this year. I looked at his basketball reference. Apparently, his shooting kind of poorly this year, but he's still a pretty solid defensive player, and the shooting is not abysmal. But like, I was mm. just I, when I'm watching Lakers games, he's not doing anything that outright looks bad to me. So I just said solid, and like, up oh, casual. He didn't notice the nuances of a guy who averages like five points per game. That, I mean, that's, that's, that's the part about doing you doing what we do or just talking basketball and being known. It's like you almost have to it's, – it's annoying because you're not going to know everything about every team. Let's just be – it's impossible. Yeah. Even the people that yeah. do it every night, like you and Kenny, it's, it's, it's physically impossible to live a life watching every single game, every single intricate detail about every You would go game. nuts. Bro, yeah. you, like I, I've tried to do that. There's too much information. Two, three monitors. It made me not even like the game anymore because I'm not enjoying this shit anymore. Yeah. So yeah. it's not casual. It's just you're just a normal functioning human being. You can't process that much. <laughs> and shit. then I say this a lot on the second channel. Like I'll point to things and I'm like, I'm sure the fan base of this team notices this a lot more than I do, or they notice little nuanced things that I don't really notice because there are, I can tell you the tiniest in- intricate detail about the Chicago Bulls that I would not expect anybody to know unless they are a Bulls fan. Cause that's right. just how it is when it's yeah. your team, especially that's coming from, like when you make a comment on their team, it's like, bro, you pay more attention to this team than the average NBA fan does by a country mile. That's just how it is to be a fan of a team. Right. Just uh, like how I was like a year ahead of you on thinking that Dylan Brooks kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, I, that's true. I, th- I knew Dylan Brooks is inconsistent, but some it's this year he's really been bad. Like his shooting splits are abysmal. It's like. 41 32 something yeah i mean he's uh, a supreme chucker who like yeah. leads the league in foul rate or some shit like that i oh, mean wow. the dude tries hard but like he's not good enough to try as hard as he does mm. 
Oh yeah, Swish out. What what's your what team are you? Which, we which talked about this before you were here. We we talked about this. I don't I don't I don't have a team, but right now I'm a bandwagon net. <laughs> He's a free agent um, for life. He that man. I, I, I'm lying. telling you, bro. When I take him a free agent, I'm dead ass a free agent. I used to like I used to like, I, and I was telling Rusty this before everybody got on. Um, I used to like Cleveland. That was my first team, like an 04, 05 ish. And then once LeBron left, it was like he was divorced. I couldn't stay with that team, so. Um, I, I damn Gilbert a, fan yeah. over here. Who wants to be depressed? Yeah, I, I, didn't have, I didn't have a team for a while. Then, then I, ain't gonna lie, I started like in Lob City a little while, but they kept fucking folding on me, so I was like, "Fuck them too." <laughs> and um, I don't know. I now I just like players. Daniel Russ is my favorite yeah. player. So, and people think I'm a Nets fan because of the little t- icon. Damn, so thing you have to watch. You have to watch Timberwolves games. That's tough. All right, let me, let me well, do it. I, I, I only watch him if D, if if uh if the answer, I'm not watching the Timberwolves as they are right now. I'll so watch him. I actually have him. a question for you about D'Lo because he is he is one of those players that I never <laughs> understood why he has such a dedicated fan base. Like his fan base is so massive for the caliber of players. It's his swag and his aura is something you'll never be able to understand, Jacob. You won't understand it. <laughs> Did Rudy just whisper Lakers? Yes. <laughs> oh, well, a little bit of that too, yeah. or a lot of bit of that. <laughs> well, it's like at least for me, I like I like him because I'm a Ohio State fan. Like I'm a big football fan too, so I like mm. Ohio State football and basketball. Mm. And I liked him when he was with the Buckeyes. So when he got drafted, you know how you have like Alonzo Ball got this this type of fan base too. You know how you have those specific players that you always believed in. It's like you yeah. knew he had it in him. And then he kind of failed, and then everybody forgets about him, but you knew he had it. And then he pops, and then it's like, I told y'all. That's how I feel about him. That's why I'm such a big fan of him. Yeah. Because once he popped, and I think I quit it on and shit it on by Magic Johnson, that's when I, that's when I, t- I changed my Twitter account. I was like, man, this is my guy. Yeah, you know, but what's unfortunate is since that one year in Brooklyn, he's kind of fallen back to Magic Johnson being a tad bit but right not, about but him. That's, but that's not really his fault. I'm gonna be yeah. honest. Not really oh, yeah. yeah, Minnesota like, is like winning. the worst organization. I mean, because yes. I mean, after after your best season ever, you get traded to Golden State, which you were always an asset. Then you go to Minnesota and play five yeah. games with the player that you know best. Yeah. I'm just That's personally just, not very high on D Lo, but plenty of players. I'll, plenty I'll of players. I understand yeah. what he is. I understand. Like, I know he's not. That's good. So That's who's the great. best point guard that you're gonna take D Lo over? Um Ooh, that's an interesting question. <laughs> that's a good question. Um, the best. Gotta, gotta check your fan base bias. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll probably take him a healthy D-Lo over Trey Young. <laughs> a, a healthy D-Lo. A that, healthy that is D-Lo. that is a red hot a take. D-Lo, I think because <laughs> I, I, I seen a healthy D-Lo carry that team to the playoffs, and he and I mean like they were like under five hundred, and he carried them. Beat. I remember. I remember the stretch. He beat Milwaukee. Beat. Sacramento, yeah, that year was Chicago. sensational. I seen him carry a team that. Was like, I mean, it was a pretty solid team, but it wasn't like nothing spectacular. I seen him carry that to the playoffs and win the game against Philadelphia, clearly overmatched. So I take him over Trey Young, me personally. Bigger, you know, not as good of a shooter, but can pass. I'll take wait, him wait, 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 wait. Are you saying you take D over Trey Young? Yes. Did I miss that? Yeah, that's OD. Yes. I'm, ta- I'm taking him over Trey Young. You're out of your mind. That's OD. Nah. Yeah. That's crazy. Because I was thinking more like the Mike Conley, Shea Gilgis Alexander tier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think I t- I, I'm not. I'm just not that. I'm really not that high on Trey Young, to be honest with you. Is it the defense or size or? No, nah, I just feel like um, I feel like you need a lot to to actually win with Trey Young. Like you have to build, you have to overcompensate for so many of his def- deficiencies, especially defensively, things like that. You have to mm. build like almost a super team to me for him to win. 
I don't like players like that where it's like I have to kind of like baby them. Steph was kind of like that a little bit too, but Steph it's a little different because Steph is like he has like a unique talent that nobody has ever seen. I don't think Trey is like mm-hmm. that. So that I I, I pro- I'm probably gonna get shitted on for that D load. I just I, I just <laughs> yeah, you are for sure. You are you are for sure. But I'm taking I'm taking maybe yeah, personal sure. shit. But I'm taking D load with Trey Young. The bit that's ludicrous. First of all, <laughs> I'm taking D The biggest problem with with uh, D'Lo is that like he's afraid of contact and he refuses to drive. Like he always wants. Like anytime he's driving to the basket, it's like, all right, let's wait for him to shoot a floater or a mid range shot right now. Uh, and Trey Young does not have that problem, and he's a better playmaker though. I don't think it's a massive gap. Uh, and I think Trey's or. Uh, Delo's more efficient three point wise, but he takes less attempts. I'm definitely yeah. taking Trey over Delo. I still think Trey can be a superstar. I like, think. Yeah, I, I, I think I, Trey I, can. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh my god, you good? No, I think. Uh, I think. Um, see, if we comparing Delo, I said if we comparing recent Delo with Golden State, and if you comparing them, his little stint in Minnesota. I mean, it's clearly a hot take, but I just feel like from what I've seen when D'Lo was healthy and he had a solid team mm-hmm. that believed in him, I seen I seen it. I got to see a little bit more for Trey Young because this was really supposed to be their year. And if they don't get into the playoffs, that's to me an underachievement. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, part they do deserve a, a lot of a break from injury that I feel like a lot of people are not giving them. Like DeAndre Hunter yeah. has been awesome for them this year, and then a bunch of their like oh, Bogdan even played yeah, for them dude. yet. Literally every single who has Bogdan Obi? even. I don't think Bog. Yeah, I don't think he's played yet. Has he? He played like three or four games, and then he got hurt, and he uh, just came back like two games or one he? game ago. Okay. Yeah, he played a total of like the amount of games he played this season. I count on my hand. Like literally, almost every single of our new players, outside of Clint Capella, who he got last year, has yeah. been hurt. For like a good amount of time, Rondo Gallo, been playing, Gallo, eh. Gallo, he's been he's been injured and he came back and he's been so ass and inconsistent. Like one other game that, he had like that, nine game against the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, and then we have fucking Chris Dunn. He hasn't played at all. Yeah, like we still have that dude and on Rondo, our team as well. Like, and then I feel, like, I feel like I haven't seen Rondo at all or some shit this year. Right, like, bro, I don't know. Our old coach was tripping sometimes. I don't know what he would be doing, but Rondo was kind of – Rondo's one of those players to where, like, if he's not if he's not motivated, he's not going to hoop for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just because of the situation we're in, Cam Reddish is even hurt right, hurt right now, bro. So, just, like, eh. injuries are beating our ass. <laughs> eh. Injuries are beating our ass right now. Yeah, but, like – I think the main reason why people were confidently slotting the Hawks as a playoff team was how deep they are. And you're watching their yeah. lineups. They're going to like, I think his name is Brandon Goodwin for like 20 minutes. Yeah. A game. It's like it's dudes dude, from Norcross. He's from me. Yeah. Like that dude's not a rotation player in the NBA and he's a big part of their rotation because they yeah. had so much injuries. I'm not even too mad about yeah. the Hawks being bad this year, but it, Trey, I still think Trey can be the best player on a championship team just because his score, he can score 30 on better than league average efficiency and mm-hmm. be one of the best playmakers in the NBA. Yeah. Not to mention My he's taking thing. the Steph shot. Like he's stretching the floor yeah, like Dame and Steph are. Not yeah. to the same degree, not, but like a he, B he plus level. This, he doesn't have the same efficiency, but he could, he's still a player that you're, yeah. you're, you're comfortable with him taking that shot. My only gripe with Trey and what will like literally, he will have no no chance of like, being a top three, five player in the NBA ever. If he's like yeah. as ball dominant. 
like mm-hmm. as he's right now, like we need, we either like he either needs to completely switch up his play style, or we need some other like dominant, some type of dominant two guard, like a, a Victor Oladipo type beat or something like that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? The, the hope was but, that that Bogey would be able to do that a good bit, and I don't know how much he's been doing that, but yeah, no, not and that's, much and that's, at all. That's another thing, exactly what you say. Like Steph's Steph's versatility on and off ball. Yeah, it it, it allows like another wing or another playmaker to be another wing yes. and another playmaker. I like exactly what you just said, and that's another thing I don't like about Trey Young. Um, having to have the ball in your hands all the time. Yeah. Um, as a small, damn near five eleven, six foot point guard, I just don't feel like that. Um, in today's NBA, I just don't I feel have, like that would ever convert to a championship. I have been that's, pre- I have been preaching this forever about that's, Trey, and, and that's that's why I say, yeah. and I, that's why I said, and I'm and I'm prefacing this because I want people to understand because I know I'm gonna get shitted on for this. A healthy D, 2018-2019 D-Lo. that D-Lo, I feel like he was doing he was doing stuff that was actually winning games. I'm not saying Trey isn't, but mm-hmm. I, I've seen it, and I just gotta I gotta at least see Trey get that team to the playoffs. I, I just see- yeah, I just don't think Trey has had the same opportunity to. Man had Kenny Atkinson, Trey has Lloyd or had Lloyd Pierce true, for true. And, I, and that's that's the same case I make for D'Lo too. I'm like I don't feel like I don't feel like he's had the best opportunities, like getting drafted and playing with Kobe around his tour mm. time. That's tough. It ain't yeah, going to Brooklyn. Yeah. Having your good year, then getting shipped to Golden State, then going that's sh- his career has just been tough, and he did some shit too. Yeah. We all know, but yeah, yeah, I gotta, yeah, that's my guy though. So I'm a ride for him. It's it's not that. Rather you explain it, it's not that bad. Of no, a case. no, it is. Hope you don't get it shit is. on too hard. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, it's well, like, it's the it's the fear of going to the basket that makes me very I want to shift the conversation of this of this podcast real quick before you all do, right I was gonna say earlier but then let me let me just insert the statistic I bothered looking up just now so you talk about ball dominance one of the best indicators of that is yeah. usage percentage Trey Young hmm. had the 32nd highest usage percentage season of all time in 2019 20 yeah it was 0.02 percent behind Allen Iverson and 0.04% yeah. behind Trace McGrady at, at about 35%, which is absurd. I hate that. I know. I hate that no so much. No one else much, gets the ball that much in the of, NBA. Yeah, yeah. I hate it so much, so much. But he's kind of good at it and just coaches let it fly because we don't have I any other Luka, great options. You know what I'm saying? I think Luka has a similar usage percentage. Yeah, yeah. The same year, Luka Doncic had the eighth there. highest at 36.77. Yeah. And that same year, James Harden uh, had 36.26. I mean, I've been preaching off-ball movement forever now. I think it's the most underrated part yeah. of offense is like the ability to be effective yeah. without the ball in your hands. That's another thing that I've been critical of James Harden for is like mm-hmm. because he's so ball dominant because when the when the playoffs come around you just key up on that guy and what are you going to do because you yeah. don't have his ability literally to the only the player who's been able to get away with that is like lebron pretty much that's he's it. probably exactly. the only that's player exactly exactly the, i can i don't know if i can think of another player who's a top 10 player of all time who isn't i mean maybe magic yeah magic mhm that's pretty much it. Magic yeah. and LeBron. But even LeBron's highest usage rate season was 2008, 2009. And it was mm. 49th all time at 33.82, mm. a full yeah. percentage point less than Trace. But like if I, if you look at LeBron's assisted percentage, I imagine it's not very high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah, I, I just think the, the off ball stuff is important, but go on in your, your thing. Mojo. All right. New random shift in the podcast. So I wanted to switch out. What's your name? 
My real, my real name is Miles. Miles? I mean, this, this is much yeah. better than TSO. Oh, okay. <laughs> what was his name again? <laughs> I was like, uh, what the fuck was it? I was laughing too. Was, I, was I, it I Clarence or something? Patrick. <laughs> oh my God. Some nerd shit. <laughs> some nerd yeah, I shit. What it was. Yeah. I, was, I was just watching that like 30 minutes ago. I was yeah. laughing at that. Damn. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. TSO. I don't remember. Damn. <laughs> probably watching like that. I just yeah. called TSO. <laughs> All right, so Miles, I want you to give my friend Jacob some oh, no. advice when it comes to women. Because oh, I ain't gonna no. lie, you look like a good looking dude. I know you get you be like in the Michael B. Jordan or whatever, like throw like comments thrown at you. So go ahead and give my man Jacob some like advice. Anything that you learned as a youngin or whatever, like growing up 17, 18. Or, you know what I'm saying? Just give him any advice you can give him right now. I really don't need there. you. To, you've been doing this like every time. No, you, you need it. Shut up. On. Shut up. <laughs> every time it. we have Shut a guest on, it. you're like, teach Look, Rusty you need how to it. spit game. This is Mojo's I don't know who's going to get through you. Yeah, exactly. Mojo. I don't know who's going to get through you. Mojo. I, I, do, I have to, do I have to actually seriously explain this? Because I don't. First of Bro, all. One day, we're going to get your dad on this podcast, dude. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Maybe. My dad, that's a that's a horrible idea. You're gonna see. I'm basically just a fucking clone of him. Uh, oh no! Uh, but uh, like the simping on Twitter shit, that's really not real. I see that a lot too. I'd be laughing at that. It's it's supposed it's one to be a joke. I always see too. It's one uh, Jack Jacqueline. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. It's, it look. I, I find that. That, look look the people that I'm simping for on Twitter. It's mostly a joke. I find them attractive. I'm not pretending like I don't find them attractive, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not like acting like I'm like I I, I tweeted the other day and I had to delete it because I was getting mm. too much backlash, like to the point where like people were like, "This isn't a joke anymore." But it was it was mm. National I think Women's Day the other day, and I quote tweeted yeah. uh, a tweet that said, "Give a woman cash app a woman five hundred dollars today," and really I care. my I tweeted like at at Jacqueline, uh what's your what's your venmo or whatever <laughs> i had to delete it because oh everyone's God, like bro dude. this is too much yeah but like people were acting that's like i was actually gonna give her five hundred dollars <laughs> that was not, funny that wasn't gonna happen my venmo in the comments yeah the original reply the original thing i was hoping for is she would reply with it and i just be like yeah that sucks <laughs> not give her anything but uh no, it's a joke on Twitter, but like my real life dating life is sad, but I'm also just not trying. So uh, it's I not st- like I still want Rusty's, a, big, he, Rusty's a busy man. I am a busy man, but He's also I, d- I could try harder, but I'm not. I yeah. barely fucking get on Tinder and then my I, all my work I do at home, so I don't have to go mm-hmm. anywhere. I'm just sitting in my house, sad and alone. But the answer is to I, I, give I, I, me more of I, your I, I work than you can get out of the house more. I mean, there's really nothing left in my process that I can give to you. I mean, for every a while, video, I was, every single one. No, you're not editing the deep dives. That's like my whole, that's, that's my passion project. All right. uh, All but it's, those. It's, the deep dives are getting me to enjoy editing again. So I wouldn't give those, those, those to are, you. Those are, those are awesome, Brian. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate. I t- it. I've told you that on Twitter, but those are like yeah, those. yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, me being a Mo- Mojo loser. asked me. He asked me. About, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I would need I some his women tips, not only for Jacob, but just every anyone, anyone, everybody. Look, to let you know how bad it is, I think I've been on two dates in the last like two years. Look, Jacob, just know that there's no, worse. no, 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 two in the last year, two in the last year. There's worse. Yeah, two in the last year. You're right. I remember that. I remember those. 
Well, from I mean, from what I see, I mean, a dating game is just like it's getting at least for men. It's just getting worse and worse and worse, like with the evolution of OnlyFans, with the evolution <laughs> of IG, with the evolution of Twitter. And this is no shade. I know like basketball uh, Twitter girls, but any girl that has any type of interest in basketball, I ain't gonna say no names, but they Dude. automatically blow up just because obviously yeah. basketball is a dude thing. Yeah. I, I've seen I, I've seen girls just create one and start talking about basketball a little bit. 10K. <laughs> 15 yeah. like, you're not damn, wrong. What the like, it took me I don't even know, it took me a while and i've been building my youtube shit for the longest yeah so i mean with the evolution of that stuff i mean dating is hard so i feel like i just feel like all men now you just gotta be like your top self and really be focusing on yourself like you gotta you know i ain't gonna say you well I, me personally i think all men should be in the gym i ain't gonna lie to you but I feel mm-hmm. like you should, you know, be working. I out. mean, everybody should be trying to improve themselves. But, yeah, you know, but I'm just saying, I'm just speaking done. specifically for men. Like, men, you got to, you got, you know what I'm saying? You got to be working out. You got to be focusing on your purpose, whatever's making you money. And to be honest with you, I, I don't really worry about women. Like, I ain't going to lie to mm-hmm. you because I feel like everybody is for everybody now. Here's, here's my mm-hmm. thing uh, that's preventing me from like, spamming tinder or like trying to go find people to meet first of all it's a pandemic which makes that more difficult but like secondly because i'm focused on youtube that's a big time thing so like i don't have i find myself not having all the time in the world for that but secondly uh well actually I'll, i'll do three things here secondly my environment is not built to like find multiple people most people in my age demographic are in college yeah and, you and there's, just, home. That's true. there's people That's true. all around them i live at, at my parents house and i'm just sitting here making fucking youtube videos uh, once i get in my own house that should probably improve things a little bit but it's not it's still i'll probably still be spending almost all of my time in my life in my fucking house you're just fixing but, that start hitting the bar scene and be like so you want to come back to my house i just bought it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys i'm 21 and i own a house want to come to my want to come see it um but third and most important is like i don't feel like i'm even close to a finished product if that makes sense as a like person not just as a person like- but like specifically physically like, oh, okay. In the last three weeks, I've gained ten pounds because I just completely fell off the wagon out of my fucking diet. <laughs> I, I, I see you tweet about that a lot. I be laughing Dude, at that. Not laughing at you, but I just oh, like because I, 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 I laugh at him. <laughs> I tweeted at them. I tweeted at my at my followers to fat shame me every time That's, that I do I've a seen cheat that meal. Too. I, I'm gonna. I'm literally gonna. Anytime I have a, a meal that I'm not supposed to, I'm gonna tweet it and say, "All right, fat shame me. Fat shame me now." Because uh, I think I thrive off of the negative. What was the last energy. meal you had, Jacob? Uh, last meal I had, I just had two ham sandwiches. That's not a cheat okay. meal. Not, not bad. That's yeah. Good. Uh, but I, I spent like DoorDash. I swear to God, the thing posted popped up the other day. They're like, you could have saved a hundred dollars on Dash Pass. It's like, damn, I've ordered that much food that I would have saved that much money. Dude, uh, crazy. that's crazy. Yeah. So I'm, I might just uninstall DoorDash. Just to you make it do a- it right now. Do it right now. <laughs> Right, right now, do that. yeah, but I, Uber I, Eats too. I, I, I mean, I, I know y'all see it. We live in an era, man, where women like the fours, the fives, they have so many fucking options now because, like I said, yeah. I so it's like as dudes, our our options shrink because they got so many options. Even if you were fucking ten, so yeah. you got no. I had shit. to click it again. There we go. It's gone. That I, don't the fuck, I don't know why the fuck I have Yelp, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's gone. All right. Fuck. 
<laughs> what were you saying? What were you saying? Right. Yeah. No, I was just saying, man, like the options, you know, the dating pool for, like you said, Tinder. If you get on Tinder for a guy and a girl, I swear to God, you can make a fake page of a fat girl. Please don't say <laughs> yeah. that. Right? I'm saying a fat girl. <laughs> she will get 150 likes. You could be the toppest motherfucker of all time. You get 10. That's just how it is. Yeah. So, Rusty focusing on your YouTube, that's actually going to get you, to be honest, more girls. Focusing you on YouTube and then focusing on trying to get in shape because I'm I'm so goddamn tired of being overweight. I'm not like badly overweight, but it's, it's enough. But like, I feel like I'm uh, Pat and Oswald. I feel like you're a lot better. Pat and I, see, I, see, I seen Mojo. I seen your journey too. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah. I, seen, I, I, I peeped that. I think I peeped it on IG. I was like, that's dope. Yeah. Pat and Oswald had a joke where he was like, I don't need to have a six pack. I just don't want to look like I'm wearing a bulletproof vest under my clothes. <laughs> mm. Mm. And I don't know that I'm quite bulletproof vest mm. there, but it's like maybe when it's a small one. <laughs> Bro, yeah. one of my most recent developments have been making a protein cake. It's not nothing new. I don't know. I said most recent development. Like I just created some shit. No, I just learned how to make a good looking protein cake. And I sent a picture in the group chat. And uh, man, you're talking about the joke that Rudy made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was pain. That was pain. That was pain. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know why I mentioned hey, that. Yeah, you, said, yeah, you said protein cake. And I said that's what you call it when you finish on a girl's ass cheeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rudy, you gotta take a picture of it and post it on this. Right. I did. Yeah. That, oh, my God. <laughs> Swish out to not laugh at that at all. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I, I feel like I missed a joke. I gotta see it. Yeah, but, you gotta uh, see it. He said, eh, "Whatever, we don't go through it again." But uh, what's what's a protein cake? What's protein cake is literally what it sounds. It's a protein guy. Two scoops of protein, two scoops of protein, whatever. Double protein. Throw an egg in that bitch, and then uh, throw in some cinnamon or whatever, whatever like little pretty shit you like on your cake. Then you throw it in the microwave for like a minute, two minutes, a minute, two minutes, and then um, yeah, it's out, and that's a protein cake. How, how, how often do you uh, work out, uh, Mojo? Me? So I fell off working out, but I used to work out. I'm looking at my board right now. I used to work out four times a week and every single day, just about out hoop. So mm-hmm. I, I count hooping as like two workouts because I'd be drenched. See, I'm my thing is I was on a very good track at the start of 2019 in the physical department because I the first three months, I think I lost almost 30 pounds. Because I had there's a local rec center and six days a week, basketball for an hour, weightlifting for half an hour, cardio, like just on a treadmill for 30 minutes each, weights and treadmill. And then about like, I don't know, eight hours later, I would go to the gym again for another hour of basketball. Mm. So I was working out three hours a day, six days a week. I know. And I lost so much weight doing that. I, I don't know that. how the I don't know how the fuck I was doing that because now it feels like impossible to lift a dumbbell once. But <laughs> I was just going so hard, and then the pandemic happened, and that shut mm-hmm. everything down. So I couldn't mm-hmm. keep keep it up. Yeah, I was I was I was on a good a good ass fucking routine like in the summer. Then I moved, and then yeah, I kind of fell off a little bit, but I'm getting back now. Like starting starting twenty twenty one, ain't gonna lie, I didn't fu- I I haven't fucked up my resolution yet, but my eating can be a lot cleaner. Yeah. I don't know. I have a I have a fear though, because like I have this thing with YouTube, 
and I'm afraid it's going to come into my personal life is that I'm just simply never satisfied like with anything like if i can mm. have a video that gets two million views i'm like what if it got two and a half like that's how i feel, how I feel about the the goat mentary half of the times i'm like it could have done better uh mm. but like at every point i'm like i could be doing a little bit better right now so i'm gonna focus on that and not how awesome the 95 percent of it is i'm gonna focus on the five percent that isn't and i'm like what if i just get in incredible shape and i'm still not fucking satisfied what happens then that's right. how it was for me for a second like i was like shredded i don't know what my body percent body fat percentage was at like two years ago or whatever but it was like in the single digits it was crazy mm -hmm. it was insane and my friends would look at me and i'd be like yeah i'm still trying to cut down or whatever and they look at me like i was insane when i look back at myself like two years ago i was like bro i look so awkward i have a huge ass head and like I just I have like a twig of a body with just muscles everywhere. It was gross. Yeah, it then was you gross. then you then you bulked up after that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. How, how, how much you weighed that time? At that time, I weighed like 160, 165 maybe. That's all lightweight. Was... Uh, six, Well, maybe at the time I was like six foot, and now I'm like six one. I was so yeah. completely blindsided by how fucking big this guy is. <laughs> I yeah, talk so now. much shit for like a year about our one-on-one -on -one, and then I show up to meet him in Atlanta and this dude is almost as big as I am. Yeah. It's like, ah, well, I'm going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd yeah. be able to overpower you. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, when we went in Atlanta, I'm heavier now. At Atlanta, when Fantastic. you came here, I think I was uh maybe one, I was like one. 70, 177 was an eight around there and i'm like 190 i bulked up a lot yeah and i was, and I, was two, I was 220 and it was not muscle <laughs> it was yeah. not muscle yeah it's a, so it's a bad to bully this man the post just didn't work so my one-on-one -on -one against you was just me chucking threes although yeah. i did how, miss two layups i should have went in but it is what it is yeah it was cool i'll tell you switch out i'm like uh i'm just, I'm, I'm like six one six two ish like with mm. shoes off, I'm like six one ish. Shoes on, you know. So I'm like six Rudy's two. the only baby boy here. Yeah, oh I get God. out of this chair and I get shorter. <laughs> <laughs> so swish, uh, what's your regimen like fitness wise? Like other guys talked about theirs. All I do is get on a uh, this fucking workout. Uh, is it a? It's a cycle, like a bike, bike exercise bike. That's <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. Mm -hmm. I do that like once in a while. But what's yours? My, well. I, well, what I've been doing, because like recently I've probably like Monday, I work out typically like four, four to five times a week. So like Monday, Wednesdays, Thursday, like I would do like, I break it up like bro sets or whatever. I'll do like arms, chest or chest and back on Mondays, then arms and shoulders on Tuesdays and then legs on Wednesdays. Then I'll take like Thursday off. Then I'll come back and do kind of like a full body-ish type of thing on Friday. And then if I feel like it, if I really, really feel like it on Saturday, I might do mm -hmm. cardio. Now, that's, yeah. I haven't been as consistent with that, but that's typically what I like to, you know, go for. Yeah, so, my, my thing when I was like fully going, like full strength working out, I've always gone for the most simple stuff possible. And I would, my weight stuff, I literally would just do bench press, squats, and leg press. That was the only weight stuff that I do. And I did that six days a week. Mm. I, I, I don't have like, oh, it's leg day. It's chest day. It's yeah. arm day or whatever the fuck is just whatever yeah. is the simplest stuff. And then as much cardio as possible. That's the best way to lose weight. Uh, but yeah. You know, a really uh, good way to lose weight 
other than like some gimmick diet, you know, to where you're just going to gain it back or whatever. Even like Rudy, drink some water, man. Good grief. (laughs) (laughs) But is it the removal of animal products or at least the reduction of it? Because they're so dense. They're very, very dense in calories. I mean, when I was vegan for like a solid six months, I was just shedding pounds without even trying, never Mm. exercising. That's crazy. Here's the thing, Rudy. I don't like vegetables, so. Grow up. No, yeah. I refuse to grow Good. up. That sounded so crummy. You, you sounded 90 when you did that with me. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to reach my, my hard cap on talking yeah. for the day. Yeah, this is. I'm already I, deep into the luxury tax. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I, I can't. I just don't like vegetables. And I know it, my life would just be so easy if I did. Like, it just eat vegetables they're so they have they're like the least dense calorie wise food that exists and it fills you up so you just load up on vegetables and you're done but i can't do it i hate Sorry. anything have you ever tried food. seasoning them yeah and that'd probably That's help but it's still a still a fucking vegetable i'm white i don't season things <laughs> there it is <laughs> uh yeah so i just don't like vegetables so the, going vegan is not my thing i can do so what what's left what's vegan that i eat like mac and cheese that's still that's nope. not even that because there's 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 fucking milk and cheese so oh yeah mac and just mac just, just <laughs> what's you eating bro I mac i mean vegetarian i think you're mostly talking about meat but uh yeah mm. no that's just not not a doable thing for me rudy I kind of when I'm in Atlanta, I might I might talk to Alan because he keeps talking about how good these alternatives to carb foods are, like how good they are. I might just have him like make me a couple of meals and then see if I agree. And maybe I'll just do keto if it's like blows my mind. But that's about it, because you can't just do keto for a month and then stop because then you just gain the weight back. Uh, but that's that's enough that's enough diet talk. I think <laughs> I think we're gonna bore people. Let's go to yeah, some of here. these questions. Yeah, I really wanted to get to this one viewer question. Uh, Jacob, you could read it for me. I deeply appreciate it. It's the one from March fourth <laughs> from uh, Dank three one eight three five one two eight. It's an in depth basketball question. I think it actually be pretty interesting, and he really wanted us to answer it. In the meantime, I've been drinking a lot of water, so I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't remember what he said so finding this tweet is not gonna be oh my god <laughs> okay let me let me ask another question while he's gone because so, I, I wasn't ready for that so uh a key asks swish out on a scale of one to ten how good do you think you are at basketball currently i haven't played basketball in like since like august so i'll probably say from one to ten to your average joe i'll probably say like a seven six seven but mm-hmm. if you i'm play playing basketball in high school yeah, I play. I play in high school. So if I if I'm playing like on a normal, um, I'll say it, like if you give me like in the uh, you know regimen or whatever, I say I'm probably like a good seven or eight. I ain't the best person, but you know if you see me play, you I can tell like you play basketball for sure. Who would, who would you compare your game to in the NBA? In the NBA, well, the comparison I always got as a you know as a kid, I always got Paul Pierce because I'm not I'm not athlete. I'm not. Ew. Like, I know. I know it's ugly. I'm not the most athletic person. Like I ain't like dunk. I can't dunk, but I ain't like dunking and all that stuff. But I was like slow and I was just getting to myself. Cause I, I was a chubby kid too. Like I was a chubby yeah. fat kid that was just giving people buckets. So uh, yeah. I was kind of like um and then I kind of thinned out as I got tall. But mm. um yeah, I I was like Paul Pierce. But I'm telling you, I was back in the I, I'm saying like I'm fucking 
55 years old <laughs> back in the day. When I was in high school, I used to give people buckets, bro. I promise you. Mm, okay. That Paul my, Pierce my, the, the pain that I expressed when you mentioned being able to dunk. Yeah. <laughs> people hate on me for not being able to dunk so much. Whatever, man. It is what it is. Uh, Rudy, you said a question, and then I'll be honest. Uh, I couldn't. I didn't remember what your parameters were, so I didn't find it. Well, <laughs> who said what? It, it's the one that's above me tweeting out the Drake uh, promotional material. Wait, what? You retweeted it? No, it's it's in the thread. I'll just read it. Fuck it. Okay. What are your <laughs> thoughts about the best form? About what the best form of defense is? Is it ensuring that teams take the least amount of layups slash paint attempts as possible, or is it preventing the three ball from being attempted as much as possible via hard closeouts and whatnot? I think that would depend on the team they're playing. I was, about to say I, was not listening. I was about to say the same thing. If I'm yeah, basically, Warriors, do you want to stop twos or threes more? <laughs> yeah, if I'm, mm. if I'm playing the Warriors, obviously it's going to be the closeouts and all that. But, you know, if I'm playing LeBron or something like that, obviously I want my interior defense to be more secure. I mean, so if I'm it, playing the current Warriors, that's not the case because Steph's yeah. like the only guy that can shoot on that team. But, uh, like, I think the Bucks. I've shown that, like, if you're just talking like a pure, like, regular season defense, the Bucks have – had a great defense by focusing on the interior all the time, but then you see them in the playoffs versus like the Miami heat and the fact that they give up so many three pointers was killing them. So like that defensive scheme, I think I think if you're, if you have to pick one or the other, I'm focusing on protecting the paint because ultimately that's the, where the easiest attempts come from. And even if you're giving a guy an open three, like an open three is better than open layup. Uh, right. So I would focus on the paint defense, but it's dumb to just like neglect one for the other. Factual. Yeah. Factual. That sounds like a fair analysis, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it really is just like team by team more than anything else. If I had to absolutely pick one though, personally, you know, as the professional casual of the podcast, uh, <laughs> I mean, I would say three is more than two, you know, like paint defense is going to be there at least in some capacity. You're never just going to give a wide open layup unless you're just, completely inept on defense well i mean the assumption is i'm not i don't think it's like you're never gonna put your hand up for a three-pointer or you're just not gonna have a body in the paint but like let's just say specifically like if you're like building a team defensively you're not gonna focus a lot of energy and getting a rim protector you're gonna focus on the guys who are gonna be able to defend the perimeter so like I don't know, maybe you get a small ball center. Like, P.J. Tucker is your center in that situation. You defend the three-point line really well. I mean, it's it's not a very original take, but, like, the rim protector is kind of a dying breed. I mean, who do you fucking have that's, like, just a straight-up rim protector? Brooke Lopez and Rudy Gobert? That's it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Capella, yeah. Steven Adams. Miles Turner. Here's the thing. It's not like they're actually dying. It's just the thing is players who in the past have typically been rim protectors have had limitations in other areas of their game. And those limitations are preventing their value as a rim protector from actually being all that impactful. But protecting the basket is still an important thing. And like in the case of like Brooke Lopez or Miles Turner, they space the floor so they're bringing that value because a lot of the rim protectors are not guys who can space the floor. Yeah. I mean, this is really just like the DPOY debate, right? It's do you want yeah. Ben Simmons or Rudy Gobert? You know, yeah. 
I well, Rudy Gobert because of his issues in the playoffs, I'd probably say Ben Simmons. But like, if yeah. if we're looking at like the teams that are typically top defenses in the league, they almost always have a very good interior presence. Yeah, not so much the perimeter one. Like, let me look up uh, uh, the defensive rating this year. And while you do that, why don't you ask another question? Because I don't want to just be a bunch of dead space. <laughs> I was about to say, let me pull up the questions right quick because I realized I was the only one I sent to the group. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> where do I find advance? All right. So we got 53 replies this week. Um, first one I see. It's from March third. From a lot of Aki. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Aki, <laughs> man. Yeah, I said a lot of Aki. Shout out to Aki. Yeah, that's 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 the guy. Does he harass you too? <laughs> Not like he does you, but he definitely yeah. he's active, active, active. Very. I mean, can't blame him. He's like fourteen or whatever. Yeah, um, a man can dunk, Jacob. You know that. <laughs> oh, how I envy that. <laughs> yeah, a man can dunk. Send me a video on Instagram of him dunking. It was crazy. Nice. Uh. At names not Reg asks uh, for Swish, how far do you think the Jazz are going to go in the playoffs? Pretty straightforward question. I feel like um, I feel like they'll possibly get the second seed and run into like the Clippers or one of those bad matchups. Yeah, probably the Clippers and uh, losing like six, seven ish. So I got them at most going to the second round. So, okay, let me mm-hmm. let me let me uh look at these stats here. So, the top 10 defenses in the league. Number 1 is the Knicks, Mitchell Robinson. Number he's been two, hurt though a lot, but they have Nerlens Noel. He's played yeah, he's Nerlens Noel as well, like but Mitchell Robinson I think he's played like over 20 games. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Lakers, I think you can actually not really give them too much credit for Anthony Davis there cuz he's not played that much. Mm. Uh, but Suns, even though he doesn't get enough credit for it, DeAndre yeah. Ayton is a good interior presence. Number four, the Jazz, obviously Rudy Gobert. Uh, the Heat, uh, that's Bam. The Clippers, yeah. they're I guess Serge Ibaka is good, but he's not amazing. I'm surprised the Nuggets are so low in points allowed. Wow. Uh, Where are the Hawks at? Are they like 13, uh, 17, 17. Okay. It's uh, a big improvement from last year. The Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, I mean, Vooch isn't like a rim protector, but it's like a big body. You did it again. You did this in the... Did I, say, did I say Vooch? Yeah, you did this in the John Morant video, and I cut it out, but you said Vooch, not Valanchunas. <laughs> Valanchunas. Why am I flipping uh, those two? Well, Valanchunas is like a big body, even though he's not like the best shot blocker in the world. No, but he's actually fucking terrible. He's a hor- horrendous defender. He has concrete feet and oven mitts for hands. Well, I'm, <laughs> well, he, he works fine, though, for like just being a big guy in front of the basket. Like, of course, he's not a perimeter defender. That's not that's not news. Um, and the Spurs, Jakob Pertle, Sixers, obviously, that's uh, uh, Embiid and Ben combined. So, like, generally, you need a rim protector. And, like, if we're looking at the bottom of the league, the Kings, as much as I love Rashawn Holmes, too small, really, to be like a great rim protector. Wizards, Thomas Bryant, no. Timberwolves, sorry, cat, but no. <laughs> the Nets, obviously, nothing in that department. Uh, yeah, 
It is is what it is. I'm gonna ignore the fact. I'm gonna ignore the fact that the Bulls are 25th. (laughs) (laughs) That boy went through pain and put this one down. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, if I'm if I'm choosing one, we we talked about this for way too long. If I'm choosing one, it's rim protection over perimeter defense. But it's stupid to have to choose one or the other. Yeah, I want to go back to the question I asked while you were um, bring bringing up those stats um, for Swish. Is your lack of faith in the Jazz go past the second round rooted in Rudy Gobert's proven record in the playoffs of kind of folding, or does it go deeper than that? I just I just think like the possible matchups they can face in the second round, being the Clippers or the Lakers, um, teams that I feel like match up well with them, and especially if their threes aren't falling. I know, you know, Donovan Mitchell, he's he's a player that can get his own bucket and Mike Conley to some extent as well. But I just feel like if the three-point shot isn't falling and, you know, you have to rely on Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley versus possibly a Kawhi and Paul. Don't forget George. Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, Clarkson. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I like Jordan Clarkson, but he reminds me I, – I, I definitely respect Jordan Clarkson, but he reminds me a little bit of, like, prime JR. Like, I've seen – I, I've seen Jordan Clarkson, like, if he's on, he's on, but if he's, like, uh, off like he was in that last Philly game, he's off. So I, I wouldn't rely on him like a – you know, essential piece, like he's going to be the determining factor. So if they see like the Clippers or possibly the Lakers, it's just a bad matchup to me. I pretty, yeah, so. I'm pretty sure I've said like, I think the, I think that uh, Jordan Clarkson is like a disciple of Lou Williams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, reminds, he reminds me a lot of New York J.R. Smith. Like that, he takes yeah. the toughest shots. He puts the ball on the floor and he does dude, his own thing. Dude, New York, New York JR, JR was so fun. He was yeah, so New York fun. JR that year that they won 50 some odd games. With six Amari, man of the year, six man of the year. Yeah, and uh, right before then, when he was on the Nuggets with Chauncey, bro, oof, that was just peak Dude, Jr. Mellow fans are gonna be mad at you for saying with Amari. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, and actually, Amari was injured for most of that year, if I remember correctly. They, they entertained. Yeah, the only reason that Knicks team was successful was because Amari went down, and then he came back, and then Carmelo went down, <laughs> and then they were reunited in the playoffs. If I'm remembering that correctly, anyway. I don't know. It was a while ago. Yeah, I, like, I, I, literally ten I heard years. Say with Amari, I'm like, dude, you just the nugget or the mellow hey, man, that, gonna that press that conference one. introducing him as a as a Nick was iconic. Just the Knicks are back. <laughs> mm. It was, dude. I got into such a fucking Twitter thing the other day because of a Russell Westbrook video, and I was Classic. like, no, what, no, what? Never mind. Carmelo Anthony is the worst superstar of all time, and then. That. And then it's now I have Mellow fans yelling at me and Russell Westbrook fans yelling at me. And eventually I was like, you know what? That's enough Twitter for today. I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing it right, though. (laughs) Just farming attention. I I did not want the attention in that case. Fuck that. Anyways, let's let's do like two, three more questions. I got to go watch BoJack with my family. (laughs) All right. All right. How wholesome. Yeah. Um, at Yami the MF ask if you weren't YouTubers, what job would you have slash like to have? Only fans. <laughs> yeah, if I if I could if I could fuck girls all day, that would be lit. But yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> only fans, easy. But Bro, um, I do not have the body or the dick for only fans. Um, actually, I, I heard I heard Rudy, I heard Rudy talking about this in like one of your other podcasts. Um, I've been getting in. I don't know if this is a job or whatever, but I've been getting into like uh, investing and 
you know, things like that. So something, you know, something with finances, you know, cause I'm really big on like growing your money and not letting this sit and stuff like that. Like that's, that's another hobby of mine. Like when I'm not on YouTube, I really do study that shit strong too. So probably something within the financial field and still being an entrepreneur. Cause I, I couldn't see myself working for somebody. So. Yeah. I feel the same way. My first reaction, I don't know if like I got cut off by Mojo. Y'all heard the only fans. I said, I'd, I'd work as a dead body. <laughs> I, I'd probably kill myself. <laughs> Which yeah. is very dark for if my channel dies one day. So hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> There's, that's yeah, how I'm going to get people to sub to me. If you don't subscribe and my channel dies, I'm going <laughs> to just be an abusive boyfriend to all your subscribers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you don't subscribe, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> fucking XXX Tentacion bullshit. I saw some fucking TikTok where some old lady was trying to queue up XXX to listen to. And she said something way funnier than what i normally say which is xxx tentacles but i don't remember what it was i'm very disappointed <laughs> um let's see so, someone asked what's your ideal dinner <laughs> oh, ahead, Rusty, embarrass yourself. rudy why do we let rudy pick these questions <laughs> you said rudy why do you let rudy pick these questions? Yeah, no, that was that wasn't me asking him i said rudy and then i started a new sentence but uh i mean my ideal lunch is or dinner i mean I, people are gonna roast me man <laughs> i'm just, gonna have zaxby's chicken fingers on a domino's yeah. pizza yeah <laughs> Don't forget a Highway 55 burger. <laughs> right, right on the side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of those three, honestly. I, I'm a fast food addict. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. I think I answered this on Twitter the other day. But just like some kind of tacos. You know, I mean, the most important thing for a meal for me is who am I eating it with, who made it for me, or who did I make it with, or whatever. So, so what a wholesome, so, so gay. Sentimental. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, try not to, I try not to eat alone. You know what I mean? It's like oh, each, each meal is a good opportunity to. I I eat alone ninety nine percent of the time. Me too. me too. I live alone, so I definitely do. Well, that makes sense. But I have, I have four of the people in my house, and I never eat with them. <laughs> I feel them. For me. I just like a good old, you know what I'm saying, simple wraps, chop up my onions, spinach in that bitch, a lot of turkey, and I'm straight, or chicken, and I'm straight. <laughs> Jacob's yeah, shaking I, his head over I, there. They're just going to be yeah. like, I, I have some protein with a side of protein. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I deal dinner for me. I'm just going to say my favorite, I guess, food probably would be like some buffalo wings. Like, that's my favorite food, period. So, if buffalo wings if that's like the main meat pause um <laughs> anything else on the side it's just extras rice spinach. i love i like right. spinach too i really fuck with spinach so um and i like jamaican food too so swish out is that a tattoo i'm seeing on your arm oh yeah i gotta yeah i got a whole sleeve i gotta yeah i, re I realized rudy also has tattoos so i could ask this question at any time but what what is that like because i've been contemplating getting tattoos for like forever yeah. Uh, like, you mean like the process of getting it, or uh, like how you go about it, and as well as like what it actually feels like? Because I'll I'll hear a, a variety of people who are like it doesn't hurt. The people who are like yeah. the people saying it doesn't hurt are lying to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How old were you when you got it too? Well, I got a. I have like I'm trying. To think. I got like a. I, th I think I had like twelve tattoos. I have a yeah. whole sleeve on my left arm. I have some tattoos right here. 
I have some on my chest and one on my leg. But um, my first tattoo, I got my first tattoo when I was like 18. And the process of getting it, I would say it definitely depends on where you get it. Like sensitive spots, like inside your elbow, in, like inside your um, right here. I mean, I mean, like literally definitely finding, hurts. I'm finding a tattoo artist and all that. Because I'm, I keep fearing like I'm gonna choose somebody and I'd be like, but that one, that other artist would have been a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, I, I feel like. With tattoos, just don't. I mean, I, I hate to say this about something that's permanent on your body, but thinking about it too much is just like kind of overdoing. No, it. that like, makes sense because, mm. like, when you over- think about it too much, you kind of just like you. If you just say, I ain't gonna say just say F it, you but find you a way say, to talk yourself out of it. Yeah, just just do it. I promise you, like, at the end of it, if it looks good, which you probably see, here's do. the thing my first you just mentioned inner arm. The first tattoo I want to get is like right here. <laughs> So mm. That's probably. I don't that, know if you can my see. First, my first tattoo was inside my arm, and it was like that's the most pain, one of the most painful spots. So, yeah, mm. I mean, I, f- I feel like depending on where you get, it doesn't hurt that much as you get used to the needle. Me, I got a fucking sleeve the ho- the same day, the pain. Whole so a whole sleeve like, in one day. Yeah. So like, oh my god. About the first hour was good, but like about four or five hours in, I was there. Like, I'm tired of this shit because he would be like around this part. And then he'll now be start getting sensitive, and then he'll go right back up here, and it's like, oh, this shit hurts too fucking much because you're retouching sensitive spots. Yeah. So yeah. it's like this shit is ridiculous. I'm never doing that again. I'm gonna get a few <laughs> more, but I ain't doing that shit again. I just but, don't um, get it done in one day. <laughs> no, yeah, mm-hmm. I, that's why I say I'm ne- like big tattoos in one session. I would never do that again. Like that shit was painful, yeah. painful. But Rudy, it's, Rudy, I feel, Rudy I got like a, it's Rudy has a fucking chest piece. What's what's what was, mm-hmm. yeah? Yeah, I'll throw in my two cents. So. I think the thing that matters the most is just the handedness of the artist. Cause I've had two people work on me. The first guy featherweight touch, like he was super light. It didn't, I, I'll go as far as to say it didn't hurt. Like I'm swear to God, I'm not even lying. The only part that really hurt was like right on the bottom of the sternum. And, he, and it was kind of just cause he hyped it up a little bit. He's like, okay, here we go. You know, and like talking about it beforehand and stuff. But honestly, he, uh, did my whole chest piece across a couple sessions. Uh, he did my mom tattoo. I got on my left shoulder and both of those felt fine. It felt like uncomfortable at, at, at is like the most fair description I could say, but my half sleeve that I have on my right arm, she was laying into me. I mean, just so heavy handed. It hurts like a motherfucker, especially like up in the armpit too. Cause like the location, like Swish said matters a lot getting ink like in basically inside of my armpit hurt so fucking bad that shit and, and I, I i know you know this too rudy like what hurts at least for me is when they take like the paper and like after like they ta- tattoo it and they like wipe it down mm-hmm. yeah, the alcohol shit. swab that, all over like they, your they, open they, skin that's, that's what hurts it's like bro stop like they do that shit oh my god that hurts more than anything and yeah. and that is true how because I had I think three people work on yeah three people work on me and I, the person that did my sleeve he was kind of like a heavier dude and he was like <laughs> leaning on me and like putting so much pressure on this shit I was like oh my god so if it's like a girl typically at least for me because I had uh, two girls do it too that like you said it, it really didn't hurt that much yeah. so like are you allowed to like i don't know you're sitting there for hours you just listen to music or something during that oh yeah i was literally listening to the podcast that like initially triggered my desire to get the tattoo on my right arm the whole time i was listening to it Mm. or getting it done yeah all right yeah i have to find some entertainment 
I'd find a way to fucking work during that time because that's how I am. Fucking <laughs> sending me videos from has, the from the bench. I <laughs> have my uh, laptop over on a table over there typing with one hand. Uh, I, I, when yeah. I when I got when I got my sleeve, I, like it was the um the day the the Jazz and the Nuggets played. Like it was the first day of the playoffs too. The Jazz and the Nuggets was playing. Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray was going off, so we both were kind of like watching the game. So my was oh just, shit, that's hard. It, yeah. it was. He was just sitting there tattooing like, you. Yeah, we both. We both just peek at yeah, the like he gets a poster, and just draws a line across. <laughs> oh shit! Oh. Oh, Swish, here's a little detail. What do you think hurts more? Because I think this flip flops between people very subjectively. Shading or line work? That's crazy, bro. Because I used to say the lining, but I feel like for my this one or my sleeve, it was definitely the shading. I don't, maybe I'm just saying that because it was so much shading. But it, you, I used to say the lining, and when I was like on my little ones, but the the fucking sleeve just made me say shading for sure because it was so much detail. I wish I can show y'all, but it's just kind of tight. But yeah, definitely the shading because that's when they actually like coloring shit in, and you really feel it. You really feel, and the shading comes afterwards, so your arm is already tender. Mm. Yeah, no. that's a that's a critical detail for sure. I, I used to, I'm the same way. My first artist. You know, his line work definitely hurt more. He wants to, like, punch those in a little bit harder, I guess, make the blacks pop, I guess. Uh, not not have any uh, blowouts and shit like that. But the second one, my half sleeve, it's just so much shading. And, like, you could really realize <laughs> that it's, like, six needles instead of one or whatever, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it, exactly. it, ugh. Yeah. I'm excited to get another tattoo. I'm waiting for crypto to bounce back up again so I can withdraw a few hundred dollars right quick. Uh, invest in Ethereum, everybody. <laughs> that's, that's my my uh, advice. But you know, don't hold me accountable for that. <laughs> are you are you like a big investor, Rudy? I kind of. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm like big into it. I'm, I'm like passive about it, like you. You know, like it, it's a uh, something I check in on. Not as much as I do Twitter, but almost it's like the second most used app on my phone. You know, I'm trying to figure out how to get Kraken down because it has like a lot of functionality, like being able to have stop loss and like plant like to claim your gains automatically and stuff like that whereas on like coinbase which is like super user friendly and has a clean app and stuff it's a little bit more expensive and it doesn't have that level of functionality so every decision that gets made is made by me not by an automated system i want to figure out how to automate it a little bit more in the background yeah i got i got into it a little bit like I got into it because one my my friend got into it like last August and then like the lady that does my taxes she was like um do you do you ever invest in any of this money that you make and I was like no <laughs> and she was like you know you like are basically subjecting yourself to inflation and you may not be making this money forever so you need to start investing it so it can grow instead of just sitting in your account and having to pay it back all the time when you pay taxes because I know Rusty knows ta- and Mojo taxes are mm-hmm. a bitch Especially yeah. for YouTube's. Oh my God. Yeah. This is my first year paying into taxes Bro, instead of being really fun. It's going to suck. I almost had a fucking mental breakdown doing my taxes <laughs> a month ago. I legitimately was in so much pain trying to do my taxes because the amount I had to pay the government, like two, two years ago or a year ago, I guess, when I paid taxes, it was fine. Because it was a couple thousand dollars. And because you're a YouTuber, they don't take the money out of your payment. That's why. So you have to. So I just basically just use my savings account as tax money saved. But Mm -hmm. I had to give them so much money this year because obviously I was more successful last year than 2019. And it's just like, it's so painful watching that money leave your account. 
Because it's one thing, because most people's paychecks, they, they take the taxes out. So you never actually physically see that money. Right. It's like they normally take out too much and then you get it back. Yeah. And that's that's another reason why I tried like why well, I say I hate saying try, but that's another reason why I got into investing. I'm like, okay, I'm making this money and yeah, I can buy shit to, you know, tax write it down or whatever. But that that's kind of BS because there's only so much you can put on it without starting to lie and like obviously lie. Not, I nobody wants to get audited. And I shit, think so. I think once I get my house i'm gonna like get a finance person just to do shit for me <laughs> like keep track of my taxes keep track of paying rudy because i don't keep track of that at all <laughs> like yeah, i could you up every like, few weeks I'm like, like hey money yeah. see i had <laughs> my mom told me i could have saved a good amount on my taxes if i had just sent you a form hiring you as a contractor but oh I, my just gosh. I just didn't do that <laughs> because right, right. i was like i don't have any fucking idea how much money i gave rudy last year <laughs> i won't have a fucking clue yeah, I uh, it. it ain't that much <laughs> uh, no but like it, you could tell me i gave you like a couple thousand or 10 i have no clue <laughs> but yeah uh i did a poor job of keeping track of that but also real quick back to the tattoo thing because i was gonna say something you guys went on that finance tangent um i uh i've had i've known exactly what tattoo i want exactly where since i was 16 and I still haven't done it. So I'm I'm wondering if it's just laziness on my part or if like subconsciously I don't actually want it that much. Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. I I also feel like want I I find like women who have tattoos to be hot as shit and I think they look dope. So mm-hmm. I want them, but like I'm not actually doing the shit to get them. Part of it is also COVID, but yeah. Oh shit, I said it. This is gonna get demonetized. <laughs> nah, you said um you said Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, let's go on one more question. And we'll end this one. All right. Um, this is a good way to segue into the general outro too, where you can promote yourself mm. swish. But um, I saw you reply to someone on Twitter today when we retweeted it for the second or third time or whatever. Uh, but Sir Z gaming asked uh, mm. directly to you swish out. When can we expect something from the second channel? <laughs> I, I knew you were about to get to that. Uh, Sir Z, that's my guy too, man. Um, to be honest with you, I, I can't give you no promises. Like, I was trying to kind of do the Kenny Rusty thing, but I was like, why do a second channel and wait for all the, the monetization BS and all that when I can add it to my main channel as well? So, I don't know. To be honest with you, I, I have no idea. Um, hopefully, hopefully, uh, preferably around the playoff time. Maybe I can start going on oh, yeah. crazy, you know, like I did last year. I'm gonna do that regardless, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah. But I know I know on my main channel, I'm about to like for the second half of the season ramp up a lot more content because it's like getting way more intense. So yeah. Yeah. All right. I got like it's crazy. I got like five thousand subscribers in like three days and I just abandoned that. I just feel bad. But yeah. <laughs> I just matched with a fine ass girl who plays basketball on uh, Hinge. So I'm gonna go. Rusty needs some of his life live yeah. on air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So switch out. Just promote your shit, and we're gonna end it on that. Well, I got a YouTube channel called Switch Out. Yeah, I assume they know that. <laughs> that, that that's all I. That's all I really have. Uh, <laughs> plug plug really your Twitter. Have. Oh, I, what's your Instagram? Twitter, Twitter IG, uh, Swish Out. And uh, yeah, that's how you can get in contact. Pretty with damn self-explanatory. That's really what it is. Here's All a right. quick question, only for me, from nobody. How did you come up with Swish Out? What, oh, what inspired yeah. the name? Oh, that's a good question. We're bad at this podcast shit. 
Uh, I came up with Swish Out. I came. It's crazy. I came up with Swish Out because um, in 2016, I'm a big Kanye West fan, and he was about to drop this album called The Life of Pablo. And in the most Kanye way possible, he kept teasing all these names, and he kept saying it's going to be called Waves, and it's going to be called this, and he said it's going to be called Swish. And at the time, I was trying to do a um, a blog, like, a, you know, a website type of thing. And um, I got the name Swish from him because he said he changed it. I was like, all right, I'm going to take that. And then I just added the out part. And it was supposed to be a brand. And then people started calling me it, you know, because that's my name on here. So that's typically, that's how I came up with it. But um, it was supposed to be a brand and it ended up being my fucking name. So that's how I got it. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good question. Swimmer. I've never gotten asked that. Yeah, I'm shout sure, out to the really? greatest artist of our generation. I get asked what my name is about every two days. <laughs> but yeah, all right. What is your Oh my God. I'm trying, trying to outro, man. I got to ask that one time. In middle school, I got the name Rusty because I had a nail go through my hand when I was playing Manhunt. And I was more paranoid about the rust giving me, I don't remember what the fucking disease is. Tetanus. Tetanus. I was more concerned about tetanus and the fact that there was literally a nail poking out of the top of my hand. Uh, so that, and this is in Boy Scouts and in Boy Scouts, they have a tradition where you give it, you, they, you get a nickname and I was in it for like a year without a nickname and they finally gave me Rusty. So in middle school, I was just called Rusty all the time. So that was, that was one half of it. And the other half is my favorite player at the time on the bulls jimmy g buckets, buckets. so yeah, rusty buckets okay yeah. makes sense yeah <laughs> there you go in mind. all right that's it that's the end of the podcast bye Ooh, yo. <laughs> solid that was a great ending all right